Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Andre Tyson. In today's segment, we're going to look at money bag. He who controls the bag controls his future and his destiny. Today's segment, we're going to complete the series on money bag. In the first segment, we'll look at the different view that people have on money. The second segment, we'll look at why 41% of marriage end in divorce. And we also look at some of the people who went about money the wrong way and got caught. We also looked at the different generation and their view and value on money. And in today's segment, we're going to look at some of the richest people in the world and what the wealthiest person that ever lived had to say in regards to money. Let's get into it. This brings me to my next question. How much money is too much? For example, does Bill Gates really need all those money that he has? Sure, it's his money. He worked very hard for it. But he can't take it with him. So why not give it away to those in need? Does Warren Buffett, even though he's so rich? Does Michael Jordan? How much money is too much? You have Jeff Bezos, one of the richest men in the world. The guy who owns Amazon. And Elon Musk, the guy who also owns Tesla. And now they're competing with each other to see who can go into space both these guys, and so much more like them, have so much money that instead of helping those who are homeless and on the street, they would rather spend their money foolishly on vanity. Then you always have someone blaming God that he doesn't care about the poor among us when we have so much money and resources that we can help those around us but once again, because of greed and mismanagement, it doesn't happen. It's almost like a kid who have all the food in the world and look around and see someone else that doesn't have anything. And instead of feeding them or giving them what they need, they'd rather just throw it away out of spite. I strongly believe if your bills are paid and you can put away 15 to 20 percent away in saving then you should be okay now if you can't it would be a great idea to meet with a financial advisor like I did to take a look at your income and see what changes you need to make and where do you need to make improvement there's two factors to keep in mind it's not how much money you make but how much you get to keep there will come a day when you can't work anymore. How much money should I put away now so I have some for later? I can't depend on social security for the rest of my life. Based on my financial advisor, having a budget and sticking to it as closely as you can will definitely help to build and maintain wealth. Again, he who controlled the bag controlled his destiny and its future. Let's look at what one of the richest and wisest king of her time had to say about controlling the bag. Some people never heard of Solomon 
or the wisdom of Solomon. So Solomon, here's a little background on Solomon. Solomon reigned about 970 to 931 BCE. He was a king of Israel who succeeded his father David, who was also a king. His wisdom was tested with a situation that involves two women who both had a baby, but the baby died in his sleep. So the story took place in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 16 to 28. It said, Now two prostitutes came before the king and stood before him. One of them said, Pardon me, my lord. This woman and I live in the same house. I had a baby while she was there with me. The third day after my child was born, this woman also had a baby. We were alone. There was no one in the house but the two of us. During the night, this woman's son died because she laid on him. So she got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while I, your servant, was asleep. She put him by her breast and put the dead son by my breast. The next morning, I got up to nurse my son, and he was dead. But when I looked at him closely in the morning light, I saw that it wasn't the son I had born. The other woman said, No, the dead one is yours. The living one is mine. And so they argued before the king. The king said, This one say, My son is alive, and your son is dead. While the other ones say, No, your son is dead, and mine is alive. Then the king said, Bring me a sword. So they brought a sword for the king. He then gave an order, Cut the living child in two, and give half to one and half to the other. The woman whose son was alive was deeply moved out of love for her son and said to the king, Please, my lord, Give her the living baby. Don't kill him. But the other one said, Neither I nor you shall have him. Cut him in two. Then the king gave his ruling. Give the living baby to the first woman. Don't kill him. She is the mother. After that, Solomon went on to build temples and many other projects. He had 700 wives and 300 concubines. During his reign, he, it was said that his wealth was estimated between 40 billion to 2.2 trillion dollars. The dude was rich. The pharaohs was also very rich and they tried to bring their wealth with them when they died because they thought they could take it with them in the afterlife. As of today, all of those graves have been dug up and all the treasures are gone. So the money are only meant for us to use it while we are alive here on earth. We can't take it with us. Jesus, however, was teaching his follower about wealth. And this is what he said. Watch out. Be on your guard against all kind of greed. Life does not consist of the abundance of possession. 
This makes so much sense because the people who use money as an idol usually can kill themselves when it's gone. You have, you have heard of plenty of story about men and women who kill themselves after losing their job because to them money is a center of all they do and now that it's gone they feel like their life is over because they make money the main focus of their world. In the days of trouble or disaster money is useless. No one goes back in their house to grab their flat screen TV or a pair of Michael Jordan or a pair of Beats headphones or whatever else uh, that you have in your house. You're more concerned about that which is most important and that is your life. Where your treasure is, there will be, that's where your heart will be also. So to conclude, money is important and for us to be responsible men and women in our society today we need money to survive to take care of our bills and to care for those who depend on us like our family and loved ones there are many lessons to be learned from those who have gone before us who have made a lot of mistakes they showed us what we should and shouldn't do and those who are successful we need to follow in their footsteps so we can make better choices. Success leaves clue. Yes, it's true. We are different in a lot of ways. But in order for us to live a stress-free life, we have to take the time out to learn everything there is to learn about money as it pertains to our life. The wife of a noble character and a good steward who know the value of money and how it works, only by then can we gain control over it so you can do a much better job of communicating with your spouse and having that self-control to stop you from buying everything you see on TV and in the mall and having contentment as your scale to help you balance your life so you don't go from one extreme to the next, but instead you are focused and consistent in everything you do. At the end of the day, we can't take the money with us when we die. It doesn't matter how hard we try. We can only use it while we live here on earth. So the best thing for us to do is spend it wisely. And that concludes my segment on money bag. Thank you so much. Enjoy.